When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sestrino back here on a Thursday for our Survivor Exit interview. Today, we're going to be talking with the sixth place finisher from Survivor 43. That's going to be Cody after what went on at that incredible Tribal Council last night. I was going on and on at the Survivor Know-It-Alls about how great I thought the episode was. And I stand by it today, even in the light of day. I think that that was uh, the best Survivor episode, at least in the last two years. And we might even be able to go back. Uh, I guess for me, it's between the episode where Sophie got voted out and Tony made the big move, the 432 against Sophie in Survivor Game Changers. But this was just uh, really incredible. Looking forward to talking to Cody here in just a couple of moments. Of course, you can watch this on our YouTube channel at robiswebsite.com slash YouTube. From here, I've got a busy day, of course, uh, doing a bunch of amazing race exit interviews. Also had our recap of the Amazing Race 34 finale. I will not spoil that for you here, but you can go ahead and check that out in our podcast feed. Then for the patrons, we're going to have our patron happy hour is coming up at 4 p.m. Eastern. If you are available to join us, I'll be taking calls from the patrons for about an hour on Discord and in our Facebook group. I'm sure we will talk a lot about Survivor there. And then at 7.30 tonight, I will be speaking with Jamal Shipman and talking about everything that's going on. So I'll be live for the patrons for that one. Everybody else will get the chance to hear that tomorrow. We'll also have a Feedback Friday coming up with Mike Bloom if you've got feedback questions, send them in. We love your voicemails. Rob has a website.com slash voicemail. I see that we have Cody here on the line. Let's go ahead and patch him in. 
Hey, Cody, what's going on? Uh, Rob, sister, you know, I just want to first uh, compliment you because I thought you had a pretty radical game out there on Survivor this season. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. How are you doing after uh, this whole experience and uh, just the really tough way you went out of the game last night? Uh, you know, right now I'm hungover, to be honest with you. Last night we celebrated and um, you, yeah, I feel relieved, to be honest with you. You know, um, it was a, a tough one to digest and process, but uh, I feel relieved after watching the episode. So watching it back, um, the question I think that so many of us have today is why give the idol back to Jesse? You had it in your possession. You showed it to Carla, but mm -hmm. between then and tribal council, you gave it back to him. Why in your mind was, uh, that something, uh, that you did? Yeah, man. I mean, that was our token of trust, you know, for the 21 days. And I had that, had that in my possession during that day. And, you know, me and Carla, were going to take him into tribal council and, and Jesse planted a spook in my head and said, Hey, she may have a knowledge of power. And I processed that throughout the day and he never asked for it back. And I was like, you know what? I trust Jesse way more than I trust Carla. And I felt that by me taking it back at that time, then would also make him be like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. You've had this trust going on. Now it's on the ninth hour. You want to take it back. So by her asking for it, for showing it in tribal council and him not asking for it back, made me go with my gut and who I trusted. And uh, it was ultimately my demise. So did you give it back to him without him asking for it? Yeah, he never asked for it. Wow. And that was, again, you know, he just kind of, a couple of times he said, I, I don't know, man, I think she may have it. And her unknowingly, yeah, yeah. you know, the perfect storm was like, I think we need to have it at tribal council. I think we need to have it at tribal council. I'm like, why the hell do we need to show it at tribal council? That seems a little arrogant to me. Like, I don't want to come in there parading around with it. Mm -hmm. And that was, it was just kind of the perfect storm between, yeah. and, and, you know, Carla unknowingly, you know, I'm trying to get her out and she unknowingly has got me. Yeah. You know, giving my idol back. Yeah. That's super interesting. So going back to your relationship with Jesse, would you have ever considered a move like this against Jesse? Is that something that you ever thought about? Um, no, yeah. didn't have it in me, man. After that NECA vote, when we voted out NECA, I was so gutted. I couldn't sleep. And I told myself, I'm not doing that again. And, um, unfortunately I needed to, and I, I just, I didn't have it in me. Mm -hmm. Cody, did you have a final three that you, in your mind that you were trying to get to the end with? Yeah, bro. I wanted me, Jesse and Gabriel. Gabriel. Um, Jesse was from day one. You know, when that we were on the beach on that first challenge, I grabbed that box from him and said, he looked at me, let's start this game. We finish this game together. And, I, and that's, like I said, I'm Iowa nice. I got the Aloha spirit. And I said, let's do it, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let's do it. And at that point, there's 18 people. That's a pretty good offering. Let's go. Um, and Gabriel was just, it didn't show a lot of it in the game, but Gabriel and I there after we made that bond at like 10, really kicked it off. I really enjoyed his wisdom and conversations out there on the beach. Going back to the last vote, we saw that um, 
you felt that you wanted to take Cassidy out of the game. And then we saw Jesse come to you and say, hey, I think the move is going to be Sammy and we'll get Carla voting the other way. I said, ah, you know, I'm, I'm, I really don't think that's the right idea. You end up voting uh, with everybody and vote out Sammy. What did Jesse say to convince you that that was the right move for the last vote? Yeah, no. Um, when the idea came up of not telling Carla to vote for Cassidy, that would then drive a wedge in them. That was what was like, okay, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I was all Cassidy. I wanted Cassidy out. She knew she was a challenge threat. She wins the next challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, but when when the idea came to vote out Sammy and then to have not tell Carla about Cass, I was like, okay, that makes sense. I can do that. Do you think that had you voted out Cassidy at that last tribal council instead of Sammy, do you think that that would have changed this vote for you and how it went down? I mean, based on the results, I got second place by literally a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah I would have won tribal council. Yeah. But you know, Rob, I was so in with Jesse. I had actually talked to him at five. I said, listen, man, if, neither, if, if one of us wins, we get to five. Everybody's going to think I got the idol. I'll give it to you so we can both go. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I I, realized, I learned how to play the game Survivor really quick. Yeah. I haven't watched a whole lot of Survivor in my life. I can tell you that a couple episodes I did watch was the Wendell and Dom. And then I watched, what was it, with Xander in there. And I said, listen, I can get to the end with somebody, but I don't want to get to the end and not be able to have a resume and not get a vote. Yeah. So those two seasons played a big part of how I played the game as well. And, you know, now I'm like, dude, you don't get to the end and win like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Go back to when you had the advantage for the choose your champion. Uh, so that was a really cool moment on the show where we saw that you found it. What did you tell people about uh, that uh, having the advantage, uh, if anything? Um, so I came back and I thought that some people had obviously known that I had the advantage. And I told Sammy, I told Jesse, I told a few people just for like a, another piece of trust. I didn't tell them who I picked. Um, yeah, I guess maybe I'm not picking up your question. Correctly. So, so, um, that we, it seemed like it, nobody knew that you had something and everybody, and everybody was looking for it together. Was anybody annoyed with you that like, Hey, why, why didn't you uh, say something that you found it? I caught that last, I caught that at the last minute. Mm -hmm. Um, I, when I, in, my, in that episode, I say, you know, I'm not going to sit over here. Cause everybody had kind of given up. You can only put your head in so many spider webs and step in so many amp piles before you're like, I'm done. And there was some speculation that maybe Owen had found it, but actually Jesse and I had ripped through Owen's bag trying to see if he did find it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found it at the ninth hour and I told myself, I'm not giving up and watching this show and seeing someone find it when I'm sitting next to the, the coals of the fire. And, um, uh, so it wasn't a lot of time to actually communicate it to many people that uh, I had found it. It was literally like, I find it, I do my little interview, and boom, we're going to the challenge. So other than uh, get, you know, giving the idol back to Jesse, is there anything that you did over the course of your game that you wish you could have done differently? No, nah, man. I felt like I rocked that damn game up until that vote out. And yeah. I would say that last 24 hours, I would have, I wouldn't have eaten all the Danishes and coffee that definitely changed my outlook because those were million dollar Danishes and coffee. I got all jacked up. I ate all those calories and I sucked. They actually brought out more coffee. I sucked down things of coffee that I hadn't had. I hadn't drank coffee for like two months leading up to the show. Cause I didn't want that problem. And then I go and drink a freaking. I don't know, man, a thermos of coffee. And I didn't sleep that night. 
And that next day I was war. I didn't, you know how it is. You don't sleep and you're tired. I was what survivor is sleeping tired times 10. Yeah. I would, I couldn't process and I did and my strategy changed. I would go back after the challenge and listen to people. And because I, of that and watching it last night, I saw how I was acting because of that. I changed my strategy. When we got back to the beach and I started telling people what we're going to do. It's not the way the I coffee the hangover. Game. Usually coffee's the, coffee. the cure for the hangover. Yeah. But I didn't have any more coffee to drink. I, <laughs> yeah. Know, I had hair it the to day the before. Dog. So the day later I'm like, dude, I'm hung over. Like I need some more coffee. Yeah. You know, Cody, something that uh, I've wondered about you, you know, everybody knows, you know, you're a big personality and, you know, such a unique character. Did you play that up at all while you were on the island to distract people from what you were doing in the game? Um, no, not really. I didn't really have to. James was one of the guys out there. James had a big personality out there. We didn't get to see a lot of it, but he was, he had a big personality. So I kind of got to cruise behind him, but... You know, some advice I got when I went to that game was to be yourself and have fun. And um, that's what I did. What about your partnership with Jesse? Did you two work to hide that from the other players? You know, Jesse and I had, the reason why no one knew that Jesse and I were steering this ship is because we didn't show anybody. Our relationship was in 10 minute increments about two or three times throughout the day. And we would catch up real quick, move on. And, um, it worked out well because I'm over here, you know, being myself, you know, doing the things that I do. And Jesse's over here quiet and doing the things that he does. And it allowed us to have two different relationships in the in the field of players that exposed information differently from everyone. I feel like Cassidy is somebody that we haven't seen a ton of her story on the show. What, what was your feelings about Cassidy? I know you wanted to get her out at the last tribal council. Where, where did you see her fitting in in the game? Um, you know, Cassidy played with Carla. And um, I would say Cassidy and Carla had a very similar relationship to me and Jesse where... Carla was a strategist. Jesse was a strategist. And uh, I would say that's kind of where she laid in there. But she was she was able to connect with people deeply. I had some deep connections with Cassidy in just kind of a spiritual type way. You know, the one thing people don't realize in that game is there's real relationships. Relationships are built of experiences. And there's so many experiences that you're having so quickly, whether it be the challenges, whether it be eating, whether it be sleeping. And uh, I had some really good experience with Cassidy on um, on just a social level of communicating life. So I don't know. I didn't see a lot of Cassidy's strategy. We weren't really lined up at all during the game. Okay. Gabler, too, you mentioned him. And he's another person that from the outside looking in, it's been hard to sort of figure out where he fits in with everything. Were you surprised to see him go back to Carla and say to Carla about how, you know, you and Jesse were uh, were such big uh, threats on that vote uh, when you took out Noel? Yeah, that was, that was a shock, man. I didn't. I thought when I had met up with Gabler at 10, I thought we were locked solid. Um, I was surprised to hear him say that. Obviously, they never acted on it. It didn't do anything. It didn't hold any clout. I think I was most surprised with Gabler when I thought he was my insurance policy for the move that I made last night. Mm -hmm. I thought that Gabler, of everybody, would come up and say, hey, this thing's going south. Because I didn't tell him the whole plan. 
I just said, hey, let's go for Carla. Just like we had done the last three or four boats. We'd have quick conversations. So I was surprised. Yeah, it made more sense that he was able to slice me off and not tell me after hearing that. Okay, Cody, last thing. Uh, We know uh, you have the famous live-in tattoo. Have you thought about a survivor tattoo yet? (laughs) Like a survivor living? Survivor anything. No. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, putting it out there. Yeah, bro. Who knows? Maybe I'll create a a survivor living uh, following uh, tattoo and and we can have a Facebook page or Instagram page of people getting tattoos on the butt cheeks. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. (laughs) Are you in? I'm in. I'm in, Cody. All right. Uh, Don't hold me to that. Okay. So thank you for getting up early. I appreciate it. Uh, Hope you're feeling better as the day goes on. And again, you were really fun to watch on the show. Uh, All the best outside Survivor. Okay. Thanks, bro. All right. Take care, Cody. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. Cody Asenmacher and uh, really some very insightful stuff from Cody. Uh, The biggest thing for me was the fact that when Carla went and said like, hey, show me the idol that this sort of like created uh, this threat. Oh, oh my God. Maybe she has the knowledge is power. And that was where, you know, Cody uh, didn't want to lose the idol. So he handed it back off to Jesse who didn't really even ask for it. And we still don't know the answer officially, but it seems like that between Dwight and Cody, Two different times in this season, people are giving their idol to Jesse at a point where they don't come out of the tribal council with it, which is amazing. So really some uh, intriguing stuff coming out of that exit interview. Hope Cody is feeling better soon. And, uh, you know, so much uh, cool stuff coming out of uh, this home stretch of Survivor 43. Speaking of cool stuff. You know who's around the corner. Jordan Kalish is going to be here to talk about some final six votes in Survivor history when we come back right after this. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, everybody. Uh, we back with uh, the king of Survivor trivia. Give it up for Jordan Kalish. We are back, yes. baby. We're the back. King of John's here again for the Twish season finale. I can't believe... We oh, are, I here. forgot. It's the Twitch season finale. I know. Crazy, Rob. It seems like we just started the season mm-hmm. uh, on, on the first exit interview, but now we are on the penultimate exit interview. But unfortunately, we don't do the Twitch uh, uh, for the finale. There's too many people, Rob. There's too many people to talk to. Too many. Too many folks. And so we are going to now take a quick break for, well, we already took, we just took a quick break. Uh, but I mean, like a, a Twitch break through the holidays, and then after this, the next time we get back together, it will be time for Survivor 44. We'll be talking about the first boot of Survivor 44. Can't can't wait, Rob. Uh, I, I hope that it can't is... Wait. Uh, I hope it's not one of our, our fan favorites going in or, or like either of our winner picks. Uh, but yeah. yeah we'll I hope there's a not little... a patron that's on the season and they get voted off first. That'd be bad. I mean, the page, the patrons on this season, yeah, we'll still uh, love for, them for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We'll still, we'll still love the patrons, but it will be, we'll be sad for them. Mm-hmm. We, we want the patrons to do well. Yeah. Okay. And by that time, maybe you'll get over the sting of Aaron judge. Well, when you're listening to this podcast, you might know what his, uh, his team is for the next nine or 10 years. So I, I don't know yet. Uh, some false reports coming out today. Fake He's news Schrodinger, Schrodinger's right fielder for you right now. Yes, is is he? He's that's the that's the uh, the stupid kid that plays the piano. On the, on the piano. <laughs> yes, perfect, yeah. perfect. Sch- Schrodinger's judge. Yes. You brought it all back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. So, what do you want to talk about? Um, I think we should talk about Survivor. I, mm-hmm. I have some games. I have some games for you. Some trivia games. Um, here here is a new game. I don't know if we've really done this before. It's uh, I'm going to give you a couple players who have come in sixth place on Survivor. Okay. We're going to do this a couple times. So the, these ones are going to be six placers. Uh, I am going to give you the player. I'll give you what season they are. And then I'm going to give you four different vote totals that these players had went out on in the tribal council in which they were voted. Boy, we're really all in on the vote totals in season 43. I like, I like, I like the votes. I like the votes. Uh, so this, the four players that you are going to be worrying about right now are Krista from Pearl Islands, Danny from Survivor 41, Jake the Snake from Survivor Thailand and John Mish from Survivor San Juan del Sur. The vote totals, one of these people went out on a two to two to two vote with a two to one revote after the tie. One of these players went out on a three to three vote with a four to zero revote after the tie. One went out on a straight four to two vote. One went out on a five to one vote. You have to match the vote totals with these six place Survivor players. Okay. So and for each one. So here's what you're going to do. You're actually going to lock in your answer for every person that you have in the right spot. You will get one point. So you could get up to four. You could get as little as zero. Hmm. Okay. All right. 
So I'm going to say uh, Krista Hasty. I'm going to say this is the four to two vote. I'll say Danny from Survivor 41 is the three to three vote. I'll say Jake Billingsley is the five to one vote. And John Mish is the two to two to two vote with the two to one tiebreaker. Okay. And you're locking that in? Lock it in. All right, Rob. I can tell you that you get a total of four points. You are a perfect four for four on the six placers. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Krista, of course, Sandra cha-ching, would never cha-ching, vote cha-ching, against her. Cha-ching. Yep. Jake, Jake, the snake, the last soup guy left in the game. Uh, and then there were the two tie votes. Danny, that is correct. That was a tie between him and Deshaun. Uh, and then John Mish went out on the two to one revote. So you were a perfect four to four. Now we're going to do the seventh placers. Same game. I have Corinne from Survivor Gabon. I have Lauren Rimmer from HHH. I have Jonathan Penner from Cook Islands. And I have Sunday Berkowitz from Millennials versus Gen X. We have a one to zero vote. We have a four to two to zero vote. And of course, if the numbers don't uh, uh, add up to seven, you know that there was some idle shenanigans in there. We well, have wait, a say it again. Oh, that one to zero. What's it? One to zero. Yeah. Four to four to two to zero. So somebody got votes, but that were negated by an idol. We had six to one and four to three. Okay. Four to three. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. All right. I am ready to lock in my answers. Okay. Let's see who we have. Okay. I'm going to say Corinne is the six to one. Randy is gone. Corinne had no allies. Uh, I think that it will be... Uh, Corinne is six to one. Uh, Rimmer, this is going to be the one to zero. Ben's plays an idol, nullifies all of these votes against him. Uh, Penner, I think that's the straight up four to three vote in Cook Islands. And then Sunday, I'll say is the four to two vote. I think this might be when Adam gets Jay to play his idol, nullifying one vote as Sunday goes home. Okay, and you're locking that in. I'll lock it in. Okay, so I can tell you that on the seventh placers game, you get two points. Two points. You, yes, you are correct on Lauren Rimmer going out one to zero. Obviously, Ben plays his idol, negating the rest. I don't of the get votes. to switch it to try to get the other points. Not not for this game because we have one more thing to get to. Oh, okay, this all is, right. Yeah. Uh, su- Sunday, uh, Sunday is the four to two to zero that you're right. Uh, Adam got Jay to, uh, to burn his idol there. Uh, Penner actually goes out six to one. Everybody voted for, uh, Jonathan Penner. Uh, uh and the four to three was Corinne actually, uh, Bob, the eventual winner of the season. And, uh, and I believe it was Ken. Yeah. Ken, Ken, uh, voted, um, uh, for, for Maddie, uh, there, that was the three. So you get two points. You're still doing well. You have, a um, you have a six points out of a total eight here. Uh, this is going to be a multiple choice question. Uh, this is going to be worth two points if you're right, zero points if you are wrong. Okay. Um, and these are going to con- uh, concern eighth placers. Three of these players came in eighth place on their season. One of them came in ninth. Who is the ninth place imposter? Who is sus here and did not come in eighth place on their season? Okay. We have Dave Ball from Samoa. We have Gabby from David versus Goliath. We have Karishma from Island of the Idols and Kelly Goldsmith from Survivor Africa. Um, 
think I actually know this one uh, pretty easily. Okay? Yeah, let's hear it. I think your imposter, your ninth placer, needs to do the walk of shame out of here. And I'm going to say that I think it's Kelly Goldsmith. So I could confirm that Kelly Goldsmith was an imposter. You get two points. That was the five to four vote. Very famous vote. Where- Honestly, if you're going to try to trick me on that, you need to like, uh, like the early seasons is not the place to hide the imposter. No, the early, I, I had a feeling. The early seasons are very like by the book, like very much like, uh, like who's, uh, who's the 10th placer on like any season after heroes versus villains. Like God knows. Yeah, but, but before before that, it's just like, oh, who's who's the mer the who who made the merge but not the jury, and then you could sort of figure that mm-hmm. out. And, and yes, Kelly Goldsmith. This was a famous five to four vote between uh, between uh, Kelly and Lex. This is of course the episode where Lex is trying to uh, uh, to weed out who who was the snake. He got it wrong, of course. Uh, famously, it was T Bird uh, who had voted for him on the Clarence vote, uh, but they vote out Kelly here. Brandon Quinton makes uh, one of the uh, biggest bonehead mistakes in Survivor history. He gets voted out next by uh, siding with the uh, the Lex people. So you have a total of eight points we're going to go to our final game um this is going to be the loved ones game okay i missed the loved ones uh challenge on survivor i've always been a fan of it um and there are a bunch of seasons uh that happened this week in survivor history eight of them in fact where the um where where that we had we want love and key lamp <laughs> Yes, I, I did not get that reference the last time I recorded Twitch, but now that I have listened to the Bryce Isaiah podcast, I do get that, mm-hmm. and uh, I see that you were um you were you were doing Jeff the whole time. We never knew. Um, <laughs> the the Jeff voice, the Jeff voice. Get your head out of the gutter, Rob. Mm-hmm. Get my head out of the gutter. Oh, I thought you were. I don't know. I thought I thought I thought you were laughing. Base. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, anyway, got over my ones, head. Yeah, yeah. The the loved ones visit happened on eight seasons this week in Survivor history. I am going to. Uh, you're, there are eight of these. We're not going to get to all eight. I think that would take too long. So we are going to do five of these. Uh, you are going to give me. Uh, a, you're going to p- uh, pick a number from one to eight. That's going to decide the order, and that's going to decide the, uh, the the eight seasons Wait, we do. What, what are these, we? What am I picking? Oh yeah, you're picking the person who won. The, uh, the the loved one's challenge. Not the person, not people who got picked okay. to see their loved one. All right. It's the person who actually won the challenge. I will let you know if it was a reward challenge or an immunity challenge. On some of these seasons, there's both, there, there are both. And you could actually, if you pick a season that has two of these challenges, you have a bonus opportunity to gain a point. So okay. it's sort of a, sort of luck of the draw here if you pick the right number. I'll pick a uh, lucky number uh, five for Mike White. Okay, we are starting with number five. He is the stoner, um, yeah. This is going to be Survivor South Pacific. I can tell you this was not an immunity challenge. Who won the challenge to... Uh, the, who who won the, the loved ones challenge? Okay. Wait, are the loved ones challenge ever an immunity challenge? They have been. To see your loved it's, ones it's immunity? Rare. It's rare. It's rare, but it's happened. Okay. Think Vanuatu. I'll, I'll give you away away Vanuatu because uh, that did not happen this week in Survivor history. Vanuatu was a reward challenge. They were in the, the they were in the like um, they competed with their loved ones, but also that they got to see they were like they thought they were on Skype and then they brought them out. Yeah, but they also there was also the immunity challenge where they came. Yeah, back. but that was that's not the loved ones challenge. That was like their loved ones competed okay, their in the challenge ones, with them. Okay, sure, but it was still a loved ones related challenge. 
I guess so. Uh, okay, well, I don't know why you would. I would think that that was what we were talking about. It's okay. a challenge with loved ones. I guess so. Um, this, this is this is uh, not an, an immunity challenge. No reasonable person would think that. Okay, so we are trying to figure out what what season South Pacific. South, South Pacific. Uh, um, who won the loved ones challenge in South Pacific? I really uh, have. And then there were like uh, the loved ones went to go to uh, like the on Redemption Island, right? Because then, uh, or they went and did they go to Redemption Island with people? Um, so I uh, do not know. I am going to say that the winner of the loved ones challenge was, I'm going to say it was Brandon Hans. Brandon Hans. We do of course, remember uh, seeing uh, Brandon Hans's dad. That was uh, Sean Hans, right? It was his mm -hmm. dad. So Brandon was selected to, to see his loved one, but it was actually Ozzy. Ozzy won the challenge on redemption Island. And he was given the right to give loved ones to three people in the game. He picked Albert coach and Brandon. Mm -hmm. so he did not get the point for that. Okay. That was kind of a tricky one. Kind of um, tricky. Kind of kind of a tricky one. Uh, but let's go, let's go to this one. This one is uh, less tricky. This is more straight up. We're going to go to Philippines. This was their reward challenge. Okay. Um, I believe uh, Malcolm won it. Malcolm won with his brother. That is correct. So you get a point there. Uh, we have three more of these. We're going to go to Survivor, Heroes, Healers, Hustlers. In HHH... Um, it came down to Ben versus Chrissy, uh, and then uh, it was the famous Black Rock versus White Rock challenge. It, it was. It was all luck. Mm -hmm. Who won that game of luck? Uh, and I want to say that it was Chrissy Hoffbeck. Chrissy Hoffbeck is correct. She didn't uh, let Ben see his wife. Yes, that is that is correct. And we are going to go to Survivor Thailand. Um, this one comes with a bonus point opportunity because there were two loved ones related challenges. There was a reward challenge and then there was an immunity challenge where the uh, contestants got to compete with their loved ones. So here's what I'm looking for. If you're able to get the reward challenge winner correct, I what, what season is this? This is Survivor Thailand. Okay. If you get the reward challenge winner correct, you will have a bonus shot. It's kind of like the one and one in basketball. If you make the first one, you have an opportunity at the second point to, uh, for who won the immunity challenge. The first one is just for the reward. Who got who won the challenge and got to spend time with their loved one? Helen Glover. <laughs> Helen Glover is correct. Uh, you get the point, and because of that, you get to uh, pick who who won the immunity mm -hmm. challenge with uh, paired with their loved one. Why is it that I know? The seasons that were uh, like 20 years ago better than the seasons that were on two years ago. I do too. I, I couldn't tell you anything about like Survivor 39. <laughs> except, mm -hmm. Well, uh, I could tell you but, one thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, okay. But that was maybe a bad example, yeah. but not for good reasons. But mm -hmm. um, also, well, we're also talking about a season here that we sometimes remember for uh, not the best reasons. Yeah. Okay. And then I believe the winner of the immunity challenge, show me Big Ted. Big Ted is correct with his brother, Alawan. Mm -hmm. Alawan uh, was uh, the co-winner of that challenge. That is correct. Uh, if you told me Alawan, I would have given you like 17 points. And Big Ted won. 
<laughs> and well, yeah, of course, of course, Big Ted won. Um, so you have one more. This is going to be the reward challenge. I'll have one more. <laughs> Survivor China. Okay. Survivor China, loved ones visit. Um, I'm going to say. Um, I really uh, do not know this one well. I'm going to say it was. I'd say it was Amanda. Amanda is incorrect. Can I get a second guess? Goat Boy Eric? It was not Goat Boy Eric. It was actually uh, Denise Martin. Uh, Eric did get voted out in this episode. Yeah. uh, But it was Denise Martin. So you don't get the point there. You get a total of 12 points. Uh, You you missed, uh, I think you missed three points total on this quiz. So 12 out of 15, win in my book. Uh, Good job. Um, and of course, the Ted was a bonus point. So that that counted oh. as, uh, as, an, as that didn't count against your your uh, your totals if you had gotten it wrong. So uh, you win your final week on Twitch uh, uh, for for uh, season 43. Congratulations. Definitely a, another winning season uh, for Rob Sesternino on Twitch and your prize. You get to do one more verbal rebus this season. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you as a double prize, because I knew this was uh, this quiz had a lot of questions and I made it a, a shorter one. This is going to maybe be the shortest verbal rebus we've ever done. Oh. This is the first name of China's Zoolander-esque t- contestant. Okay. Dave. Plus, yeah. Plus, Jeff often comments that these are balancing on a disc. Dave Ball, there you go. Yes, okay. Dave Ball is correct. Yeah. Already mentioned. On I, this, I think uh, maybe we've overcorrected. I think that we went from so so complicated to now. Um, now I think that Dominic could do them. Yeah, I think that this this one was 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 easy. But again, I like to read the room. I like to know that we're we're uh, uh, almost eighteen minutes into this, and uh, I had a lot more questions than usual because it was our season finale. Mm-hmm. So short short verbal rebus. Uh, I'm sure next season, you know, might might come back with the verbal rebus. Might have to reinvent the the way this game is played and come up with something else. We'll see. Um, people seem to like them. Whenever I don't do a verbal rebus, people ask, oh, "Where where was the verbal yeah. rebus?" So okay, might be here to stay. All right. Jordan, anything else you want to share with people? Uh, I heard you had a viewing party that was wild last week. Uh, yeah, it was bringing it, it, was, bringing it home strong. It was out of control, uh, and not not in a bad way, just in a very crowded way. Uh, we had a lot of people in the room. We had a a bunch of former and potentially some not so former Survivor contestants uh, in in uh, at the the bar for the viewing party. Great time, really great atmosphere. And I gotta say, like every time, I mean, every time I do these viewing parties, I'm I, I think to myself that it's like you know the Survivor community in general. It's like the best fan community I've ever I've ever been a part of. This went to Better another than level. Better the Yankees. Was, oh. I mean, there's a lot of uh, D-bag Yankee fans, Rob. That is true. I, I, no lies detected. Times, yeah. Including myself at times. Uh, yeah. but no, but I, I would say as as a fandom, I, I love the Survivor fandom. And and this was, uh, you know, so many RHAP fans in the room, so many uh, Survivor fans that should be RHAP, uh, either listeners or patrons. Maybe uh, we'll, we'll, uh, next time I see them, I'll... I'll convert them. I'll make them make, make them patrons. They should be. Uh, but uh, just as as in general, the Survivor community is so great. And this was like watching the Super Bowl, watching uh, the World Cup championships in the bar, um, see, seeing all, all the stuff go down, the Tribal Council, the challenges. Uh, such a great crowd to watch to watch this episode. And I can't wait till our, uh, our finale party, um, which is, of course, uh, coming up soon. Okay. All right. Well, Jordan, great job all season long. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you all for your hard me. work, and yes, we'll talk to you always, soon, okay? As always, thanks for having me. This was a great season. I'll talk to you next season. Bye. All right, everybody, there you have it. Jam-packed Survivor exit interview. We've got uh, so much here still to do. Don't forget about the other Survivor podcasts, I'm sure, that you will want to hear as much as you can about this episode. Check out all of our coverage, uh, Why Cody Lost, the B&B This Week, the Survivor Global, the Stockwatch, and the Purple Pants podcast, Survivor News Edition. That's all in our Survivor podcast feed. Rob has website.com slash survivor feed. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.